This is Ethan, and I'm here with Dave, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode, 13 Centimeter. On this spoilerific bonus episode, we review the May 13th show at the Paramount in Huntington, New York, from Weird Al's 2022 unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent, ill-advised vanity tour. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. Ooh, spooky, it is Friday the 13th. Yes, and Dave, I think back in episode one centimeter, is that when we made a prediction about this show? We did, certainly did. We made a prediction about this show. We predicted, or we didn't predict, we suggested to Weird Al that perhaps that he should play Nature Trail to Hell because it's Friday the 13th. Mm, I wonder if our prediction or our... Suggestion, suggestion yes, so I, will come true. So if so, I guess what what it will reveal if if Al did play it, then he took the suggestion directly from us. There's no way he would have had that idea without our podcast. Absolutely not. Okay, <laughs> so um, so this is an interesting uh, show because this one isn't terribly far from where I am in New Jersey. If you look at it on a map. But it takes like two and a half hours to get there because (laughs) you're going past New York City, you're going at rush hour, and you're going out on Long Island where just it's just it's just hectic. It is, it is a long drive to get there. So we actually decided. um, Well, Ethan came over early in the day uh, to kind of yeah. So after uh, just to give a little bit of background to how I got here today, um, after the Ridgefield show. I went off to Reading, Pennsylvania, and then Newark, New Jersey for work. And then this morning, I woke up at my hotel in New Jersey and came over to Dave's house and finished my work day <laughs> here. And then we, you know, 4 o'clock came four around, o'clock. We, yeah, we hopped we, on the road. Yeah, we left at 4 o'clock and hopped on the road. And the show starts at 8 o'clock, so it's like four hours. That's a long time, but again, with traffic and everything. And it worked out really well because actually we hit... Quite a bit of traffic getting there, but we still managed to get there about 6.45, so it gave us enough time to to sit down, have a nice dinner, and then get into the venue and do all of our pre-venue stuff right. as well. Yeah, so we went to this place called MB Ramen for dinner. Um, I've been wanting ramen ever since... Um, well, I always want ramen, but after... <laughs> I don't think I've ever gone anywhere where you haven't said, well, let's go get ramen. <laughs> Well, so, um, but I was disappointed when I couldn't get ramen Sunday night in Burlington because they were out of vegetarian ramen. I had to get the the rice. So when we saw this um, ramen place right near the venue, I was like, we got to go there. And um, I ended up getting rice again. But (laughs) my choice this time. (laughs) Yeah, I ended up getting ramen. It was really good. This place was good. It was great. Tiny, but it was good. Yeah, and they, it was all, it had nerdy stuff on the walls. They yeah. had like, you know, Mario and uh, Link from Zelda and, right. you know, all, Pikachu on the wall. It was, it was a hip place. And don't, and uh, we want to mention the uh, shirt you saw in the, as we walked in. Oh yeah, I took a picture of that. 
um, there was a guy wearing this really cool comedy bang bang sweatshirt, and um, he said it was as far as he knew it was an official thing. So now I really want to track this down. Um, but it was a sweatshirt, and in the back there was a hot tub. It shows Scott Ackerman with uh, his three co-hosts. So Reggie Watts, uh, the guy after Reggie Watts, <laughs> it's late, and then Weird Al sitting in a hot tub. And uh, was it like Cuddy or something? Like yeah, Kid, Kid Cuddy. Cuddy. Kid yeah. Cuddy. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's really it's cool. It's a, a, apparently an official comedy bang bang sweatshirt. Yeah, that's actually pretty cool. I really like the the image, and uh, yeah, I, I I was gonna just take a picture of the guy, but then I, I was like, I, I'll, let me ask him, and kind of <laughs> also start the conversation. So, like, would you mind if I take a picture of your shirt? He's like, no, not at all. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was really great, and um, yeah, yeah, we had a good meal. We got some ramune. Um, yeah, I I don't know if we've ever talked about getting ramune in the <laughs> podcast before, but I'm that's sure something Dave and I always look for, and. Um, yeah, we we went over to the Paramount, and they've got this beautiful um, LED display marquee. Yeah. And so they had the Weird Al artwork. Yeah. Tonight, Weird Al Yankovic sold out yeah. the unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent, ill-advised vanity tour. It looked really, really nice. That was a great... Um, yeah, no, it was it was nice. And it was, yeah, big marquee and everything. And, and Paramount, I, I know you've been here before. I've definitely been to this venue a couple times. It's a it's a cool venue, yeah. Yeah, this was my second time there. I, I went on the the first vanity tour. I don't believe I went with you, but I, I'm sure we met up at the show. Yeah, I, I'm sure. So I'm sure we did. <laughs> if only there was a podcast that we were doing back then, <laughs> that we could just listen to it. But uh, alas, I have to check my notes. You know, actually, I think I did a YNN. Oh, uh, you sh- I'm sure you did. Yeah, uh, Yanko Chick. Chick News Network uh, uh, for that show. I'm pretty sure I did. I I, I definitely did. Um, I just. I wonder if I made it in. I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> I know. If, I know. Adrian was in that episode. Oh, I'll have to go back and watch it. <laughs> uh. um, so we got in the venue and uh, found a couple. Well, I guess. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say even before we got in the venue, we uh, we like to we're collectors, so we like to find anything that has Weird Al's name on it, and we found some like rack cards that had uh, Weird Al's name on it, and. Uh, we picked up a few of those, and there was some other stuff, um, other tabloid magazine, uh, tabloid newspapers and stuff we looked through, but we didn't see where it else was yeah. in there. So, I mean, you know, we, we picked up a few of those. Uh, and then, I guess, uh, <laughs> oh, interesting, I, I'm just going to say this, I, it's, I'm breaking the law or whatever, but, uh, you know, we go through the bag check. And I have a, my Weird Al Yankovic or my Weird Al water bottle in there. <laughs> the green and one. The from green this one tour. For, from this tour. And I always fill it up with water, you know, before I go in. And some, some places they make you dump it and some places they don't care. And this guy, he sees the water bottle and he goes, you need to dump that out. And I said, okay. And there's like no place for me to dump this. We're right. inside the venue at this point. And, uh, it's said, crowded. There, you know, yeah. there's nothing around. There's no garbage can. So he, goes, uh, you can he goes, you can dump it in the garbage can over there. And there's a garbage can like 10 feet away. Like, okay. <laughs> so I walk in and he and he doesn't like look at me anymore after that. He continues searching the next person in line. So I said, <laughs> Which was me. <laughs> All right. So I just kept the, I didn't even take the water bottle out of the bag. And I just went in with my water bottle. It was filled with water. I mean, it was... And there was a water fountain inside, so I could have just refilled it anyway. But it was just <laughs> silly that it's stupid. The guy made me ask me to empty my water bottle and then didn't follow up about it. Well, if you drank the water while there and then used the restroom, 
You technically followed his rules. You just didn't. <laughs> I did. I did. So there we go. So you, did. you just drank. didn't do it on the timeline he expected you to. <laughs> I did eventually empty the water bottle. That is, that is true. I did eventually empty yeah, You emptied bottle. it into your mouth. I did. It's fine. He just said to empty it in the venue. So you did. <laughs> <laughs> it's not illegal, Dave. So then we, uh, so then this venue is interesting because you actually have to go up a flight of stairs to get to like the, the, the lobby area where the, yeah to get to the main, the main venue main venue yeah so you go up the flight of stairs and at the top of the stairs there's the merchandise area yeah and, and uh, this is uh interesting actually um john bermuda schwartz alerted me to something that i needed to pick up at the merchandise uh booth and uh yeah, when did how, when and how did you get alerted because <laughs> i was with you uh, well, so, was so, it this morning? Was it no, when it I was, was here? It was while you were here. And really? What happened was, uh, that was is sometimes I'll throw my phone on Do Not Disturb while I'm working, like so I can not be interrupted. And um, I put in a work day, and I I cut my work day off at like three o'clock or so, and then I went downstairs, and then I checked my message. I checked, you know, I took my phone off Do Not Disturb, and I noticed that there was a, a missed phone call from Bermuda. And I was like. <laughs> Well, that's odd. Why would Bermuda call me, at, you know, in the middle of the day, you know? Well, one option on is, tour. is, oh, no, I need someone to fill in on the drums. Dave right. probably could do it. No, Dave could not do okay. that because okay. Dave does not know how to play the drums. That would be that would be a, that would be a show. If I was filling in on drums, that would be a show that everybody listening would want to go to because that would be the most disastrous, the worst, else. Weird the worst show, ever. show ever. And but it would be the best one for you. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'd be thrilled. I'd be honored if he asked that. I didn't know. Maybe he wanted me to bring something for him, or I don't know. Can you pick me up a? can of soda or something on the way i don't know <laughs> right um so i was like well i'm just gonna call him back and he said i was uh he said yeah i was um are you going for he asked me if i was going to the show tonight in huntington i said yes he said well um i was signing my books because you know he's selling his books out on the on the tour at the merchandise booth autographed books he said and i found this like misprint he said you know if you open up my book it's like a, the first page of the book is is an accordion you know and he said, right, the they, first and last page, first last yeah. page, right. And he said, and they somehow switch the the two um, pages of the accordion around, so it's it's obviously wrong. And he's like, um, he said, well, I can't have this for my collection because uh, Weird Al already paid for it, <laughs> <laughs> right, to sell so, for to merchandise. sell for merchandise. So um, he said, I just want to give you a heads up, and uh, if you're interested. Um, you know, I'll ask you know Marnie, the merchandise uh, coordinator, to hold it back for you for when you get to the show. And I said, absolutely, I'll take it. <laughs> then he tried to play it off like, oh, I don't know how cool it is. It is a cool. I'm like, John, I'm gonna buy this. <laughs> so, uh, so that's what I did. I went and if right, you weren't gonna buy it, I was gonna buy. I was it. like, yeah, I was like. <laughs> It's like listen, listen if some if this book is gonna sell. Don't worry about it. Because I mean, if, if I'm not gonna buy it, Ethan's standing gonna be standing right next to yep. me, and he's gonna buy it. I'm second in command. For so, <laughs> so, that, so so thank you to for for Bruna for thinking about me. That was really cool. And I have this this misprint. And he said that he's signed a thousand books so far. His estimate, and he's never seen a misprint like this before. So this is at least a one in a thousand misprint. Yeah, and so I, I think. I, Based on what I saw, I think the the paper that gets glued in for the right. front cover, I think it was essentially just upside down. So the yeah. the accordion key part was on the right. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, he said once you opened it up, it'd be obvious, and once I opened up the book, it was obvious. It was obvious. So it was cool, <laughs> and it was autographed too. So I, I did get a, I did get an autographed copy of. the Did book. he write like "Hi Dave" or anything? In it? <laughs> no, or... he didn't. <laughs> you have to track him down someday yeah. when it's oh, uh, safe funny. to do so, and uh, have him have him autograph yeah. "Hi Dave" in there or something. <laughs> this is this book is rare or something like that. Um, anyway, yeah. So that was cool. That was cool. I, I'm very happy to have that misprint. Yeah, that's such a collection. cool. That's cool. I I would definitely buy a thirty first copy <laughs> of Bermuda's book just to have that. Uh, but uh, no, so the merch uh, there was nothing new there uh, aside from Dave's well, awesome um, <laughs> thing that the shoelaces are still there. They're right. still in stock. Yep. Uh, and then uh, the only we found out that the uh, the book was actually sold out um, at this show. Yeah, it's so a popular it's, seller. It's like, I, I like every time I've been like you know, and I just. Like we always check the merchandise booths to see if there's anything new, or just, just, and to say hi to Marnie, right? Just and if, if she's not too busy, we you know we don't want to <laughs> disrupt. Uh, and uh, you know, I always see somebody purchasing one of Bermuda's books. Always, always. it's it, they just. I think I commented to her tonight, like how I was surprised that so many people are buying the book because you know it came out at the uh, you know fall 2020, right? And I've bought. 37 <laughs> well, of them all, you bought them all <laughs> but it's just like there was so much promotion for it right um you think somebody would have they would have picked it up by already. now right yeah i mean but it's on amazon and they, i don't know uh but she said that bermuda had the same thought and yeah they're selling really well so yeah uh i love that i love that more people are getting to check out such an awesome book yeah if you don't have that book yet i mean it's it's 25 dollars at the merchandise booth if you're going to a show you can certainly pick it up as long as it's been sold out and if you do have that book then you want to check out our black and white and weird all over bonus episode series yeah where we go page by page, page and picture, picture by picture, picture centimeter by centimeter. centimeter through this book are we really going to <laughs> mc great, by mc great great detail into this book about every single picture what's really cool just to keep the plug rolling What's really cool about our series is that we we literally look closer at some of these pictures than Bermuda has, and he like discovers things, and it's like I don't know what that is. So it's really cool, and he goes on tangents and tells like really cool insider stories um, mm-hmm. as a bonus. So those those were a blast to record. Yeah, and uh, and they've all been recorded, and and uh, they all have not been released yet because our intern Frank is is still working on finishing up a couple of the last ones, but. They're basic, but they're the ones yeah, that are out we've, there. We've are, recorded them all. Yeah, they're all recorded. They're all ready to go. They're all they're all recorded, and they all will be published eventually. But <laughs> uh, you know how f- dealing with Frank goes. Yeah, I'm she's sure. Um, laziest intern we've ever had. <laughs> so we went in and um, we got our seats, and we were uh, what fifteen rows back. Yeah, maybe? we were row M, row, row M, M. Um, right on the aisle. Yeah, so that's what thirteen rows back. Um, Assuming they started A. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure, but it, <laughs> it was. I mean, Paramount is a, a good spot. Um, I was really happy with the seats. There, you know, there was no issue. I mean, fr- front row is great, but you do get a better sound mix when you're a little further back. And yeah. I thought I could see the whole stage oh, really yeah, well. I could definitely, I could see the whole the whole stage, uh, everything. Um, you know, there was a <laughs> taller person sitting in front of me so i did have to look around their head mm. a little bit to see the whole stage but i could see the whole stage i could see everybody i could see uh, uh, all five people up on stage what was so weird and, and this is kind of jumping ahead a little bit but um right in front of me 
were like seven empty chairs <laughs> wow. for a sold out show. So there must have been a big group who, uh, you know, something happened. They got stuck in traffic. Um, but and actually, we do have some more stories about audience comings and goings oh, yeah. that we'll, we'll share later. Um, but uh, JW, oh, one more, one more, go ahead. Uh, one more thing I want to mention about the merchandise uh, before we get into the show is that uh, we did confirm with Marnie that there will be a new tour shirt coming out with the uh, with the additional tour date or tour dates if a, another one is added. Yeah, um, on it, but uh, they're going to wait. It's not going to be immediate. They're going to wait and to see if another tour date is announced or not. So they're printing they're... one new shirt instead right, of right. You know, so, a bunch of different ones. So if anyone's looking, you know, we're going to. I don't know when they're going to do that, but you know, I well, guess uh, we will tell you. We will. We will tell you, and uh, <laughs> because like, we literally ask Marnie every time. <laughs> I guess. I guess that's. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, if you're look if you're a collector like us and you need every variation of the shirt, I guess you need to to make plans to try to get one without the additional. Yeah, that's potential true. Two, two dates. That's on true because once because once they once print they, the new yeah, ones, these will be gone. Yeah, so just putting that out there for other collectors like us, even though we're pretty sure we know who you all are. <laughs> we know you guys. Um, so right. the the show I have it starting right at eight o'clock on the dot. Yeah, JW uh, came out and looked look like a new uh, a new blazer to me, like a new shiny coat. <laughs> uh, I don't know where he's getting them all. Just guessing. Seven fifty nine p.m. and then this, then emo starts exactly at eight o'clock. And emo surprised me at least by coming out in his uh, alternative outfit. <laughs> this is the second time yes. we've seen him with the alternative outfit. Yes, yeah. I call it the Harlequin outfit. Oh, really? <laughs> um, I don't know if you have a, a name for it, but um, I just called it the golden black uh, outfit, or golden black suit. And uh, hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a a, a dragon fruit Fanta solo. I gotta drink something <laughs> in my throat. So I, I guess I don't know. What's interesting is is I noticed that, and I don't remember seeing this at the other shows, though it may have happened, is that uh, when emo came out, there was still a black tarp, like a black sheet over top of the both the drums and the keyboards. I've noticed that at other shows. I don't know if it's at all of them, but I have noticed that before. I imagine they're covered because of uh, VIP Jeopardy happening up on the stage, and they don't. Oh, maybe people. yeah. People touching them accidentally or intentionally, right? Or, yeah, they have them set up and they don't want anything yeah. moved. But I, I didn't, didn't, I didn't notice that until right until this show that that they still had the black tarps when emo was out there or the black cloth or whatever it is over over top of it. There so, was this uh, really annoying woman who kept like speaking up during emo's set, and <laughs> um, you know, emo has been a professional stand up comedian for forty years. Like, you think you are gonna. <laughs> Like make any progress on someone like that? He, I thought he did a great job oh, yeah. shutting her ja- down and and making it really funny for the rest of us. Yeah. Um. So he had a great set, and I have it that he ended his set at eight thirty two. Yes, he ended his set at eight thirty two, and his last joke was my favorite joke. He he does. Yeah, he's been doing that a lot. Um. It's, it's yeah. It's the uh, the bridge joke. Yes. And um. <laughs> No, non pourquoi <laughs> today. Uh, and just to, to mention, we were sitting on the gym side of the audience, and I did see the yellow square and the gym rectangle. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> I, saw the, I saw both. I saw both. I'm still, still on the fence whether that's a yellow square right, or not, because I have not right. seen it close enough yet to, to make that determination. But I saw the square. Okay. All right. Still, still putting me down as... Uh, 
either green or indeterminate uh, on that square. And then I did see the other rectangle that, that I always see, the green rectangle. That says up with an arrow. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I don't know if we mentioned it. or if, I'll say it again. Emo got a standing ovation. Oh, yeah. Yep. And... Uh, and I think he was really happy about that. He looked, yeah. he looked genuinely happy. Yeah. Vegas. And he had a great set. He, he honestly really did. did. I mean, this crowd was, as you might imagine, being right outside New York City. It was a wild crowd. Yeah, it, was, it was a rowdy crowd. <laughs> rowdy crowd. And, and it's and a very alcohol-forward yeah. venue. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah, um, Emo, you know, he handled it great. and he it's a good set. He had a good set. Uh, during intermission... Um, yeah, so during intermission, we uh, I got a message from uh, one of our Patreon supporters. Yes. Uh, Richard yeah. Green. Longtime Weird Al Superfan. Yeah, known Richard for many years, and uh, he was at the show, and he was sitting up front off on Steve's side of the stage, and uh, him and his wife Heather were there. And, we and it was to, his birthday. His birthday, that's right. And it was really cool. I don't know, uh, again, we don't usually talk about what I wear to the shows, but I was wearing my uh, Strings Attached Forest Hills Stadium shirt. Uh, this is the one where Al is King Kong and yeah. accordions are flying at him. <laughs> I figured, you know, I'm in New York, I should wear the New York shirt. And uh, Richard was wearing the same exact shirt yeah. as I was. <laughs> that was awesome. That was so cool. We did not plan that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if I have that shirt. Uh, so if we did even plan it, I, I couldn't have participated. <laughs> um, and then uh, we did get to also say uh, hi again. We've talked about him on several episodes. My ex-roommate from Alcon, Don. Oh, yeah. He was... He was. Exactly. Uh, we just mentioned him on the uh, Ridgefield episode. Yeah. And he was in Poughkeepsie and... Yeah, that, that was yeah, cool. Yeah, he was there, and he actually had a Jeopardy medal on, and he let us know that he didn't win on Jeopardy, which means he lost on Jeopardy, Jeopardy baby. baby. Ooh. Ooh. And then we were like, oh, well, what was the final Jeopardy question? <laughs> and then the show started, and we ran back to our seats. We didn't get to find out. Um, so we'll leave that as a mystery. And we don't have, like, it's... Spoiler, we don't know what it was. <laughs> no, we really don't. We, we didn't see him after the show, so... Um, spoiler. Uh, I have that 8.49 is when the show officially... Well, see, I have 8.48 <gasps> when the show started. Maybe well, we just sync our watches a little bit We better. need to. Um, but uh, it started out with um, Bermuda, Jim, and Steve all sitting there. Yep. And before Ruben came out, they started Fun Zone. Yeah, Fun Zone. Another show starting with Fun Zone. It's really cool to get to have that as the opener. Yeah, and, and I know I've said it before, but I I would love if every single one yeah, started with Fun Zone. Although I, it is kind of fun when Al uh, comes out and, and does something else. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm happy when it's Fun Zone. Um, but it, it was great. Um, so then Al came out and he sang Close But No Cigar. Right. <laughs> and I, I know in a past episode I mentioned we should count the number of times he plays the vibraslap but i totally forgot so <laughs> oh, maybe, good. maybe i'll remember and count them someday good, good. I... <clears throat> yep and then they said this is officially long island right hello long island <laughs> <laughs> and he, then he thanked emo yeah, uh, thanks emo like he usually does and he said it was an honor to be on a bus oh, with him very uh, nice and sharing his airborne particles uh <laughs> and um I wanted to mention, um, right as Close But No Cigar was starting, 
my pen stopped working. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like trying to write. And so I was just trying to get it like rolling again. So I was just kind of like scribbling, scribbling around and stuff. And the really nice uh, woman uh, sitting to my left um, saw my struggle and she offered to let me use her pen. Wow. She had one in her purse. And I thanked her. I said, uh, I, I appreciate it. I actually have uh, some backups. And I sh- reached in my pocket. I showed her I had three additional pens <laughs> in my pocket. So, wow. Um, no, but it, it was really nice. That was really nice of her. And uh, had all four of my pens failed, I certainly would have taken up. I'm glad, I'm glad you had extras because I only keep carry one pen with me. So I may need to... My pen ever runs out of ink. Right, I yeah. need to hit up one of your extras for sure. Yeah, I usually I usually travel like my normal pocket configuration <laughs> has two pens in it. Wow. Um, and then I've been staying in hotels lately, so uh, a hotel pen made it into the rotation. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. So so um, after uh, talking about emo and, and introducing everyone. Um, Al said that uh, I took crappy notes here. Yeah, well, yeah. So, so the gist of it is uh, that you know this was back in. He basically told the story of how he met Jim and Steve. Right, right? and this was back in 1981, a birthday for his friend Joel. Interesting name. Sounds like maybe a Joel Miller shout out. Episode 100 inch. And 101 inch and 102 inch. Right. <laughs> and they said it was a sleazy bar in the San Fernando Valley, a skeezy, sleazy lounge. He said scuzzy, oh, seedy lounge. Right. Yes, in the San Fernando Valley. Sleazy, scuzzy lounge in the San Fernando Valley. So I tweeted this one out as, again, I've been tweeting at this one, uh, at, uh, at Elvis Arama on Twitter, if anyone hasn't uh, Figured that out yet, and still is interested in seeing yeah. live tweets. Uh, it's uh, I tweeted this out as "Dare to Be Stupid" San Fernando Valley version. Ah. I didn't know what to call it, so I would have called it the Joel Birthday version. Well, but that could have been good. Um, I I do want to point out that Steve was wearing sunglasses, yes. but he took them off for hmm. the story, and then he put them back on when they started "Dare to Be Stupid," hmm. which I don't think we officially said, but it was "Dare to Be Stupid." Um, do you and I any... guess we usually talk about yeah. uh, what what Weird Al's wearing is his Hawaiian shirt. So uh, did you note write that down too? I was struggling to yeah, figure out what to, to write. That out. For this. I did write down eventually that he had on a red shirt with sort of like yellowish flowers or yellow sort of. See, I said rainbowish uh, flowers yeah. on a black shirt, so I really don't know. Uh, shirt looks. I've red seen I've seen that shirt on Al before. I don't yeah. know if it was this tour tour though. And uh, I don't really have great pictures of it because uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about this multiple times. But uh, they really were were very strict about very uh, strict anybody yeah. like just taking out their their camera <laughs> at all or their phone at all. Uh, so uh, I took a few pictures, but then I noticed that the security was just going around like really just like anybody just had their phone out and was like just like texting. Yeah, really, yeah. basically. So I. I did still manage to live tweet everything, uh, but I was doing it kind of like in my lap, you know, where yeah. they really weren't, it wasn't bothering anybody. Like I always do. I, I, I tried to be as uh, as unnoticeable as possible when I'm live tweeting. I don't want to ruin anybody else's experience. But yeah, so the security was, was 
definitely going around, you know, shutting people down anytime. They Shining were, lights in their face. Yeah, anytime they were yeah. trying to take video or excessive pictures or even at, towards the end, any sort of picture. <laughs> um, I noticed uh, maybe it's new. Maybe I just haven't noticed it. Um, special lighting for Ruben's kind of like piano parts in this song. Mm. Um, so I thought those were cool. And um, and then, uh, yeah, so during this song, uh, my co-host here, Ethan, usually uh, participates at one particular moment. And right. I did look over when Weird Al says, can I have a volunteer? And uh, Ethan did raise his hand. I didn't see which one he raised. It was my left hand. Left hand, okay. And I noticed that... Um, the person behind Ethan also raised their hand. Oh. And there, so there were multiple volunteers. And I saw someone a few rows ahead of me yeah. also raise their hand. So. But I didn't just raise my left hand. I don't know if you noticed, Dave, but I lifted my 2,000-inch official hat oh, in the air with my left hand. So note that variation in, in the, the spreadsheet, spreadsheet please. Absolutely. Yeah, so there's uh, not Ethan's not the only volunteer at least for this show. <laughs> so uh, my think is my guess is that you know because our podcast influences so many people and has so much uh, influence over things, I think that perhaps people are listening to our bonus episodes and finally picking up the hint that they should be volunteering. That's at right. The moment. So thank I mean, you. You for haven't doing picked that. up that hint yet. No, Dave. I, I don't. I, I don't want to take all the. <laughs> all the uh, glory away from you if you know you want to volunteer then i'm certainly going to let you have that opportunity <laughs> um and and i do want to mention something else but about uh, just the ambiance of this this venue uh for those who haven't been there it's like really like a wide open venue almost like a warehouse sort of feel to it uh there's like a balcony that goes on the sides and underneath the balcony there's like all these like bars like you can like go to the bar and still be in the venue and and uh right and see and listen to the show and and you could stand over like there's people that could be standing over by the bar and they and they do stand over by the bar and sort of watch it from the side and uh there's a certain particular smell to this venue um, <laughs> it has a strong cinnamon roll incense smell in the air <laughs> yes cer- certainly people partaking in the audience um and actually i wrote that uh that down right under this next song that i <laughs> i particularly was smelling the uh, cinnamon roll incense in the crowd yeah um bef- so before this next song al picked up his accordion yep. and he he said this song is about the second most famous <laughs> grunge musician <laughs> yes he's a strap on the accordion because we are we're doing a song, a Zydeco song. Oh, yep, the second most popular grunge musician, of course. <laughs> so then, uh, after that song... Well, my baby's in love with Eddie Vedder. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and I actually have a note on this one. Okay. Uh, again, um, we're not, we don't go to these concerts looking for errors or anything, but if we do, uh, do pick up uh, something, then... Then we. Uh, it's our journalistic yeah, duty we, to we do want to report on it and share that with you. But uh, during the line, you know, I don't wear Doc Martens. Um, he didn't really. He sort of mumbled that word, like he said, "I don't mumble." The, you know, I didn't say mumble, but you know, <laughs> he sort of mumbled or stumbled over that that line. The Doc Martens line. Yeah, the Doc Martens line. I I heard it clearly, so I don't know. Well, yeah, this is a little stumble on it. 
I picked it up. Maybe the the tall guy in front of you blocked <laughs> blocked the sound at the right moment. <laughs> or maybe the cinnamon roll incense was <laughs> affecting your hearing. That <laughs> could be. Could be. Um I was not I was not using cinnamon roll incense, just <laughs> no. to clarify. <laughs> No, I don't, I don't think either of us are partakers of cinnamon no. roll incense. Um, so Al, after this, said it happens to be Friday the 13th. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to play one of our scary songs in the catalog. Uh, the, the spookiest song. Yeah. Spooky. He said spooky. Some, something spooky. <laughs> uh, and he said it's the title track to the movie that's not uh, not made yet. <laughs> <laughs> so and, uh, so again back on one of our early episodes again we predicted or we speculated that this would be a great song to play on Friday the 13th Nature Trail the Hell so I'm glad to see that Weird Al took our suggestion and decided to play this song because you're welcome Al you're welcome <laughs> uh, Paramount Huntington audience yeah absolutely for that great suggestion on our part um, I, I really, re- <laughs> really love the, the the spooky red light effect that, yeah. that this song had, and again, feeling like back, you know, where we were, in row M, you know, we could see the entire stage, and it just looked the lighting on this song was awesome, and this was interesting because this was the only song I really felt this on, but, um, and I felt this before in Huntington at the Paramount, so I don't know what they do about this, but like I felt the bass, the bass in the song. I can hmm. actually feel, you know, oh, space yeah? bass in the song, and I've, it's not the first time I've ever felt this well, space cool. at this venue before. So there's something they're doing with the, with uh, the way they amplify or get Steve's bass uh, to kind of, you know, you know, you can kind of feel the bass. You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly yeah. what you mean. Yeah. So I can actually feel it on this song. This is the only song of the night that I felt it on. So uh, for those many different reasons, you know. I'm calling it early this time. This is my favorite song of the night. Wow. It is the most appropriate song of the night. It was everything just... I'm glad I got to hear it. It's one of my favorite songs. It was a great, great rendition. It had great lights. It had that... that I could feel Steve's bass in it. And uh, everything about it was great. So, again, favorite song of the night. What better way to celebrate Friday the 13th? Absolutely. I just wanted to note that... Um, you know the part of the song before it it kind of does the like silly like do 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 yeah uh, the audience fell for that fake out again <laughs> the, like <laughs> haven't they heard this song before I know it's like how do you not know that there's more coming um, so then uh, oh I actually wanted to roll back uh, to before the show started I noticed the megaphone on Al's stand and I said to to Jackie I don't know if we mentioned Jackie who's with us <laughs> um, I said to her I, I, that. I have a theory, and that's that the megaphone only appears on his table on nights where Skipper Dan is there. Because I've noticed hmm. it not being there certain days. Um, I also was wondering, isn't it usually black, the megaphone? It was white tonight. Interesting. Um, so I don't know if they got a new megaphone or if I just... I have to start tracking remember. megaphone colors. <laughs> well, I think we should start tracking, is the megaphone there? Um, because I remember... The previous, the 2018 tour, they would always set up everything every night, regardless of what songs were played. So now I'm wondering if if that's the case or if I'm just not paying attention well enough. Um, but so I predicted that Skipper Dan would be played tonight and after Nature Trail to Hell, 
Al said that uh, you know he took his family to Disneyland as <laughs> yeah. as one with a family in uh, in Southern California does, right. and he played Skipper Dan. <laughs> yeah, tell the story about how you know he went on the Jungle Cruise ride, um, and he <laughs> just. This skipper told a joke about his uh, failed acting career, and he said, "I'm going to turn this into a song." And uh, so, interestingly, on the past several episodes where Skipper Dan, or past several shows we've been to where Skipper Dan has been played, um, Ethan has told me to look for the water, the the lighting effects during you know. Uh, yeah, when he says there the is the backside of water, it right. looks like a waterfall. He says it looks like a waterfall. The lighting is blue and it's like trickling down like water behind Al, and it's it looks so cool. And I've seen it a bunch of times. And Dave, you never see it. Somehow I I have not seen this effect <laughs> yet. So Ethan, particularly, he reached over. So I guess uh, I was sitting on the aisle. Jackie was sitting uh, between next to us. me, yeah. and then Ethan was sitting in the third seat in, and. Uh, and he, he leaned over and he said to both to Jackie and I, look for the waterfall, look for the waterfall. <laughs> so, okay, so I was actually like really looking for the waterfall. And, and now I was I really the, looking for I it. I watched the entire, <laughs> the entire song and I did not see this lighting effect. So I don't know what's going on. Dave, I don't think this lighting effect exists. They didn't do it tonight. They, what? For whatever reason, they did not do it tonight. I was watching. There was no waterfall lighting effect. <sighs> so... I swear, I swear that they've done it before. All right, but well, it, just, it wasn't there tonight. I don't know tonight. about that. I mean, we'll put a little asterisk in the spreadsheet. I bet it was. Because... It was because it was Friday the Thirteenth. There was a, <laughs> a ghost in the machine, and it, uh, I don't know. All right, well, I, I was sp- very surprised and disappointed that you didn't get to see it. I was the specific- one night you were looking for it. <laughs> I was specifically looking for it on this one. I was even reminded. You reminded yes. Jack and I to look for this. Tonight. Did you? If and, I didn't remind you, no. would you? Have, okay. So I'm glad you reminded me, but but I didn't see it. Right. So I still. This is like uh, I still don't believe it exists. Well, I was, this is this is you can put in the little uh, note next to the uh, yellow or green triangle or yellow or green square whether or not this thing exists. <laughs> I'll keep looking for it as long as you keep reminding me. I made a note that um, the keyboard sounds that Ruben was playing kind of sounded like train whistles. Hmm. So I don't know if that was just this venue or what but um maybe next time listen for that dave see if i have to listen for train whistles if you know too. what i if what i was thinking it's not like you know woo, woo, but it sounds like a tra- little train whistle noise so um after the song ended i yelled out el maestro mm. and we don't always talk about what shirts we're wearing but dave i'm wearing tonight my el maestro shirt yeah. the official merchandise from ruben and um I think this is also germane to mention that Ruben put up a picture of of me with him from yeah. the Ridgefield show cool. uh, on his website and uh, wrote a little thing, told people nice. about the podcast. Uh, so yeah, you should go check that out. Uh, RubenValtier.com cool. under news if you want to see myself with El Maestro. Absolutely. All right, at Weird Al asks, are you guys ready to rock? And then the crowd went, woo! <laughs> All right. <laughs> he said, and for those who are about to rock. Then let's convene with rocking. And for those who are about to rock, and for those about to rock, we, we salute you. you. Where which, have I heard that before? <laughs> which, uh, of course, led into Young, Dumb, and Ugly. Yeah. And uh, what I really loved, I'm sure you wrote this down too, when Al says, 
you know, our name spells trouble and he spells it out wrong. Al actually did the sign language for those letters. Oh, I did not notice that. It's a, what is it? T-R-U-B-E-L. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, he did the, the sign language as he was doing it on oh, his hand. So interesting. I thought that was, I assumed that's what he was doing. I don't speak sign language, but <laughs> it looked like what I've seen from sign language. Interesting. I'll have to yeah. look for that. I did not notice that or pick that up. But if, did not pick that up before. Interesting. A uh, couple things I really liked about this song. I love the green lights on it. And I really wanted to take a picture of it because I liked it so much. But I couldn't <laughs> <We're afraid>. because <laughs> the, the uh, security was really, really preventing people from like even like picking up their phone at any point. <clears throat> and I uh, do want to point out that I, this is pretty, you know, this happens every time they do Young, Dumb, and Ugly, where it all takes out his cell phone and, and takes a picture of Jim and then takes a picture of the audience. And uh, yeah, I don't I, know if you do anything special when he when he takes a picture of the audience, but I always uh, do a thumbs up. Oh. And uh, uh, at the end of, the, at the, end of uh, the picture, Al gave a thumbs up. So I wonder he if, did. He, uh, he, if did. he saw me giving thumbs up in any of the other pictures that he took and he decided to do that just as a thank you for me for always giving him a thumbs up. I bet that picture. I bet that's exactly what happened. Um I I do my my podcast hand. Hmm. So the uh interesting. The uh, pointer <laughs> index finger and uh middle finger separated. Uh is what I do. Hmm. Which from a distance it could, could look like the uh live long and prosper perhaps. <laughs> I guess. Um so I was wondering, you know, one of the lines in the song is, you know, we drink milk right from the carton. Right. I was wondering if in Canada, Al changes that lyric to be drink right from the bag. Uh, so Still still a strange concept to me that people drink milk out of a bag. I don't understand that. It just doesn't make sense to me. It's just who's, that just sounds like a terrible idea all around. Well, we, we're only allowed to uh, talk about Canadians drinking milk from bags one more time before the Canadian <laughs> Podcasting Radio Commission uh, finds us. So right. we'll, have to, we'll have to be very careful, be careful. with that. Uh, so then the song... Can we just dock it from our intern Frank's pay? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Actually, just even though we haven't been charged yet, let's dock it. Okay. Um, Sounds, just preemptively dock <laughs> preemptively. it from his pay. Well, he doesn't know. He won't no. know. Um, so then, you know... I think we've talked about this. I don't know if you've announced this as your favorite, but um, aside from our podcast theme song, the the <laughs> song that I look forward to the most is Craigslist. So I was super thrilled to get yet another rendition of Craigslist with the incredible, ever-changing <laughs> uh, phone call with uh, with the mother. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. Great version. Uh, I'm not sure what he said for the coffee shop. I wrote down Solo Brew on New York Avenue. Yeah, I wrote so- Soul Brew, like S O U L. Okay. Soul yeah, that makes uh, sense. I guess. Uh, I guess we could. Uh, could Google. Could Google that. I guess. Uh, I w- I also wanted to point out that I I was noticing this and I wrote it down during this song. The guy in front of you, Dave, the guy who was blocking your view, he had his arm around his wife or significant other the whole time, right. and he had a smartwatch on. And every time <laughs> yes. his arm moved ever so slightly, it would light up and like blind me. It was so annoying. Right. 
Yes, so our intern Frank confirmed it is Soul Brew in Huntington on New York Avenue. Oh, okay. S-O-U-L-B-R-E-W. Soul Brew. Soul Brew. So, uh... So, Al goes into the phone call of the mother, and, um... It was, it was, you know, yes, there's differences each night, but it was actually, like, particularly different tonight. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a... One in particular, one thing that stuck out to me, and I'm, I don't know if you have more, but one thing that stuck out to me is that uh, the song Horse With No Name, he actually sang, he actually did, like, all the lyrics, or most of the lyrics to that <laughs> yeah. song. So it was, like, interesting to have sort of, like, another song in the middle of Craigslist. Yeah, and, um, the you know, usually he uh, checks in during the phone call with uh, American Indian. There was no American Indian tonight, and usually he ends the phone call by admitting to his mother that uh, he's the one who pulled all the tags off the mattresses. <laughs> and he actually changed that up tonight, and he said that... Um, he what he lathered rinsed but did not repeat yes <laughs> and of course he was being a bad bad little like boy right. <laughs> Champ, yeah 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 horse with no name uh, the song by america right right yeah, that's right so make sure you had the title exactly correct <laughs> so yeah those that, that was cool and uh one thing i did notice that um and i've mentioned this on a previous episode a couple previous episodes is ever since we went to that zoo in uh where were we jeez medford medford in medford or outside of medford the stone zoo um i was asked i was hoping to hear a uh a reference to <clears throat> the uh, red rumped agouti oh yeah and uh i did not hear it yet so far so i know uh, i'm sure al hasn't even had a chance to to listen to, the, to that episode. I don't even know if that, that episode is published as of right now, but that, that shouldn't stop Al from right, referencing absolutely. the Red Rump Goody. So, uh, so again, maybe someday we'll get to hear about a Red Rump Goody in part of his Craigslist. <laughs> and, you know, I don't want this to be something that we track, but I just want to point it out because I noticed it. Um, Al, at the beginning of the tour, had just one cup of water, and he used to run out of water. And, like, toss the cup. I don't know if we ever even talked about that. Hmm. But I did notice, uh, at least tonight, he started with two cups of water. Hmm. So, um, staying hydrated. It's very good. <clears throat> you don't want to track it, but I do. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I really Feel don't free want to, to track that. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Like, some stuff I like to joke about tracking that. Honestly, I don't want to ever mention it again. <laughs> uh, well... <laughs> I don't know why, but we will find you if strongly. You mention, if yes. you mention again, we will find you. And we'll no, take it out of. We will find Frank if well, I mention it again. Say if we will find you and we will take it out of Frank's pay. <laughs> and by take it out of his pay, since he doesn't get paid, and he actually pays us to be an intern, we just will charge him more. That's how it works. Right. Let's just charge him more anyway. Not not to not to be too insider of, yeah. of how the podcast works, but yeah. Just because we mentioned it, we should. Yeah, we'll charge him more. Um, told the story. You ready to move on? I'm ready. All right. So he told the story about how he was in Heathrow Airport and he ran into Jonah Hill in the airport lounge and uh, <laughs> the, said, I just name checked you in one of my songs. And Jonah said, oh, cool. <laughs> and he said, that's his lame claim that's to fame. his lame claim. Lame claim to fame, and we got to hear his version or his lame claim to fame. Lame claim to fame. 
Um, and I don't know, for whatever reason tonight I was thinking about, did we ever ask when we interviewed Al's former dentist, if he <laughs> ever sneezed on Russell Crowe, did we remember no, to make that joke? No, we, we totally blew it. Ugh. And it, it, you know, it's, it's not our fault. It's intern Frank's fault. Right. He forgot to remind right. us to ask that question. <laughs> but yes, I thought about that. I've thought about that a couple of times yeah. listening to this song. <laughs> like, ah, how did we miss that that, that softball question? Um, so after Lame Claim to Fame, um, Steve got up and left. Just <laughs> right. like unceremoniously. And Al like kind of looked over. He's like, where'd Steve go? Right. <laughs> and then uh, Bermuda stood up and started waving at Al. And Al's like, uh, our rhythm section is leaving. We're at 60%. 60% capacity. Jim, are you ready to rock? <laughs> the <laughs> Rock acoustically. Yes. Rock the yeah. house acoustically. There you go. Are you ready to rock the house acoustic- acoustically? Now, before they actually started this next song, I don't know if you heard this, but some guy started yelling, Spatula City! Play Spatula City! Like, does he realize that's not like a, like Al's not, it's not really, it's it's kind of an Al song, but it's not I mean, like. It's on the UHF original motion picture soundtrack and other stuff, so it's. It's, it's, it's technically a Weird Al track, but it's not. I don't know how he's. Al- I don't know how they would cover it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the guy was expecting. Maybe he should listen to our uh, Spatula City parody. He should. Where M.G. Kelly uh, reprised his role as the announcer. That's right. And Lisa Popiel lended her expertise. Yeah. Um, and Dave and Ethan were in there as well. That's right. Uh, so, of course, once uh, Steve and John leave the stage, you can pretty much assume this tour <laughs> that you're going to hear, You Don't Love Me Anymore. Right. It's a great version of this song tonight. I really enjoyed it. It was, yeah. And uh, again, we mentioned that, I mentioned that, you know, there's people off to the side that are kind of standing by the bar and kind of standing up watching the show over there. And uh, I noticed that <laughs> the people, that one particular group that I kept glancing over at the show, uh, they were hanging over there. And uh, this, one of the gentlemen, they're just, just kind of dancing along to the song and, and waving back and forth. And he takes out the... Uh, his, his cell phone, and he turns on the light to the cell phone, and he starts waving it as if it was like a lighter, you know, during You Don't Love Me Anymore. And uh, basically, security shut him down. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to have fun at this show. I know. I was like, really? He's not taking pictures. He's just doing the lighter thing with his cell phone light. And no, no, security's having fun. Oh, of boy. It. Uh, after this song, I did yell out a second El Maestro. Mm. Uh, I was feeling extra Maestro-y. encouraged after uh, all the positive, or maybe not positive, <laughs> uh, feedback from the last show. But I was wearing the shirt, so I figured I had to yeah. represent at least twice. Right. You welcome back, Steve, to the stage. And, and then, Steve said thank you. And then he said to celebrate uh, Bermuda coming back to the stage that it was time for. A drum solo. Drum solo. <laughs> and he did a kind of real drum solo I tonight. Mean, for, 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 for Bermuda, Bermuda, it was a long drum, drum solo. For Bermuda, it was like 15 drum solos. <laughs> and um, Al said, Bermuda Schwartz, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Uh, he did not say... What a guy. He did not say what a so guy. So don't put that in the what a guy. Uh... Actually, in the what a guy column, mentioned that he did not say it. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then have a, a second, add a new column that says when Al doesn't say what a guy. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, and every song that he doesn't say what a guy, add hmm. it there, please. <laughs> um, first World Problems. Yeah. We went right into First World Problems after that. And uh, my note on this one is that uh, during the line, you know, my barista didn't even bother to make a banana latte, you know, make a, you know, Design, design my, my banana my vanilla latte. Yeah, banana latte. Uh, banana? That's vanilla. He said he said banana tonight. Did he? Yeah, I wrote banana. He's definitely heard banana. I could have. I guess he could have said vanilla, and I misheard it as banana. Didn't even but. make a design in my vanilla latte. In my banana latte. Yeah, I mean it could sound. Uh, so I I heard banana, but maybe it was the uh, cinnamon rem- roll incense <laughs> in the air that was. I remember. Not knowing that he was even saying vanilla latte when the album first came out, I thought he was saying my magnana latte, <laughs> and I just assumed it was some coffee drink. And I don't drink coffee really, so huh. um, no. But yeah, I, I heard vanilla, but I was also okay. I don't know. So uh, what I was getting at, whatever that line happens to be, uh, I noticed that Al was kind of miming you know, as if he was drawing a picture in his yeah latte. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, I don't know how Al introduced this, but, um, he said, I think he just said now's the part of the show where, um, Jim is going to play the power G. Yeah, for... he said this is a different kind of show, uh, and he's basically, yeah, said that, uh, uh, Jim would, uh, start playing, uh, power G chord for 30 minutes straight. And then right before starting the song, he said, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, that was uh, my own eyes. And I, I was starting to think like, wow, this is really a uh, uh, mandatory, uh, fun, heavy exactly show. exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. I said, I was thinking, this is uh, two mandatory uh, fun songs back to back. This is a really uh, mandatory fun. And is that, I don't think that's even where it stopped. I think there was at least one more. Um, we'll yeah, f- find yeah, out as we'll we go. Out. Um, I'm peeking ahead. Yeah, there was, of course, word crime shows up in the uh, medley, and uh, we'll have to find out if if the medley was played tonight, as it has been played every other show. Um, yeah. look at that. Frank handed me a note and says it is vanilla latte, but I don't know what I heard tonight. I heard banana. I don't know if that's true or not. So put an asterisk next to that one. That's what I heard. So then Al goes, do you remember, do you remember, do you remember Larry? <laughs> I do. I wrote a song about him. <laughs> I remember Larry. Yep. Um, don't really have good and, song, but I don't have, didn't have, have too yeah. much to say about it. <laughs> and this is a yet another concert we've seen where both uh, songs with the backwards message mm. were played. Interesting. But without... Backwards Back. message, as far as I could tell. Right. So I, I still think that Ruben should be learning <laughs> how to phonetically say them backwards and be saying it during the song. Uh, he's just, you know, he, he doesn't have enough sure. to do up there. Yeah, give, you know, give it to Ruben. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> All right, so uh, the next one is uh, 
He said there's a wild rumor going around. You know, he's got a movie coming out. Uh, this is basically his standard yeah. introduction to the next song. Um, and sometimes when he says, and we'd like to play it for you to, right now, um, sometimes Bermuda will play a little, like, note or two, but uh, there was no nope. fake out tonight. Yeah, like the, the lights started to dim, and then he said, then he went. <laughs> but we can't. can't. Sign an NDA. <laughs> But so instead they played um, UHF. UHF. And did you write a note about this? I'm curious because um, it seemed like the the guitar was messed up. Mm. I did not take any notes for UHF. I just yeah, sat back and it sounded to like it. there was a kind of a false start, like a huh. Jim started to play. And oh, then you know what? I did hear that actually. I did. Then he. I did sing that was a little strange, and I don't know. Yeah, you know, I how think to it's explain like, it. So I. I don't know how to. I don't know how to musically yeah. explain it, but it's like he started to play, and then he stopped, and then he restarted the song again. Yeah, while but, everyone else just continued playing. Yeah. Yeah, I did hear a little. A little. I yeah, I don't know what it was. Let's just call the hiccup. A hiccup. A hiccup. Um. All right. Well, then it became time for the wild card slot, yeah. and uh, you know Al, um, you know, decided to choose someone. Uh, <laughs> a lot of a <laughs> lot of people screaming out uh, choices in the audience. Tonight. Yeah, a lot of hands raised. Oh, uh, it was funny. Yes, the, <laughs> that 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 was actually really funny because uh, we were so far back. Or not so far back. We were back far enough in the audience that we could really see a whole whole big portion of the audience, and like. Pretty much, I think everybody had their hand raised when, he's, when he was saying, you know, I'm just going to pick one person. I think everybody had their hand raised. I wonder if any of them would have actually, if they were picked, if they would have chosen which um, the person who was picked chose. Uh, so tonight, again, um, it's been popular to pick uh, Steve. Steve, yeah. Steve uh, was picked. And I've never heard Steve uh, choose anything but Frank's 2,000-inch TV. Well, this um, time he wanted to hear something differently. He that's wanted right. to hear When I Was Your Age. And um, <laughs> during the whole, like, uh, you know, people raising their hand bit, that's when I first noticed that the the couple in front of us, the guy who's blocking <laughs> Dave's view, the girl directly in front of Jackie, and then, of course, the watch that's blinding me, um, <laughs> They, uh, the woman raised her hand and she had a, uh, a duck hand puppet <laughs> and she was like waving it around and making his arms move and head dance around. Oh. And throughout when I was your age, um, they took turns playing with the duck puppet. Yeah. That, I put that in my notes too. I couldn't even tell what it was. It looked like it was like one of those sock puppets, but, but it was when it went. Yeah. Down, like, it had a little bit more detail than like a sock puppet more. Yeah. You know, commercially made. Well, it was but. clearly it was clearly like uh, like a hand puppet, uh, and they were clearly having fun with it during this song. So I guess it was that hand puppet's favorite song. I don't know what was going on with that. Again, a lot of cinnamon uh, roll incense in the air. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe the duck was. Uh, and I, I would like to name the hand puppet duck. Uh, how about Bruce? Bruce, Bruce the duck. <laughs> Bruce the duck hand puppet. <laughs> That was interesting. Uh, I've never, don't ever remember seeing a puppet, uh, <laughs> hand puppet, sock puppet, whatever it was, at a <laughs> at a Weird Al concert before. I've actually, when I saw Weird Al on Strings Attached, there were people with puppets, including Polyester had a puppet. Oh, so. puppets? Well, well okay. I've, I didn't see them. Okay. I've never seen them. <laughs> okay. 
so after after when I was your certainly age, not an enthusiastically puppet that was certainly not a puppet that was so enthusiastically dancing to well, when I were, was your age. They it wasn't like they were head up in the air. They were just to each other making the puppet dance around. To, oh, it was noticeable. Okay. <laughs> I just saw them like laughing hysterically at their own little puppet yeah. moves and stuff. Um, so then, you know, Al went into a very, you know, uh, I, I don't want to say generic, but it's it's a an introduction that we've heard yeah, a bunch of times. Same, so yeah, uh, sort of the standard introduction. Standard introduction for of the uh, recording association president calling him. Yeah, and, uh, him solving um, the downloading song crisis, <laughs> uh, and it was don't don't download this song. And I the, what I wanted to point out the one note I wrote for this song was when Jim does his kind of callback line. Uh, you deserve it. He pointed. Uh, he took his hand off the guitar, pointed at the audience, and then went Aww. right back to playing. Aww. So it was, you know, Jim really getting into it, and he's doing the hand signals. I stuff. like this song. It's one. It's one of my favorite uh, Weird Al songs. Uh, one thing I did did you know, and I know this tour doesn't have it, and, and it's the purpose of this tour. But I really was uh, missing the you know the video that plays behind um, him during this song. I really. Uh, I really enjoyed that video. Oh yeah, that, that cartoon's my, so good. That's you know one of my. It's, I know it doesn't get the love that I think it deserves, but it is one of my favorite uh, animated videos. Uh, and does it count as a music video though? Yeah, it does. I don't know. I count it. I count those as music videos. I don't know. I, I think it's like Bob, where it's not really a music video. It's just kind of like a. I'm just pushing your buttons uh <laughs> well i agree with you about bob it's not it's not a music video that one, that one should not kidding. be on the list but these definitely are on the list. Uh, uh, yeah and then i i also remember and i occasionally happens is uh a while back uh and i'll may have even told this story on, on the previous the previous tour i don't remember uh but i certainly remember uh hearing it uh, that there was a like a bleeped version that he put out specifically because oh he like, t- he told that on this tour yeah. at one point or did he no not, not on this, this tour, tour the last previous tour. yeah yeah and, and so I always think about uh think about that bleep version where all the the file sharing sites are bleeped out whenever <laughs> he sings the file sharing <laughs> sites I'm hoping someday you know maybe he'll play that bleep version up on stage that would be Just great bleep out all the I don't know you can have Ruben or John <laughs> trigger something <laughs> to bleep it out I don't know. So then Al said, uh, you know, we reached that point of the night. There's one more song, you know, <laughs> unless we get an encore. What are the odds of that? Negligible. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, Albuquerque was played, and Steve's sunglasses were off for Albuquerque. Oh. <laughs> um, there was a, um, a a line that I, I thought was different that and i would love for frank to uh first verify so i don't yeah. embarrass myself well i'll uh i'll mention a few things about this uh you know that uh, during um he stopped again to apologize you know for his hermaphrodite uh thing and this time he said you know it was a technical medical term uh involved male and female organs so he did a he meant to say you know just somebody with male and female organs and a flock of seagulls haircut uh, so he is sticking to that story, which I believe he changed because uh, Jackie mentioned something on a previous episode. 
Um, yeah, I I told my dad about that, and he he agrees that that's what happened. So, well, if your dad inquiring if your minds like mine, if your dad agree. says it's ha- it's fact, then it's definitely fact. Yeah, I gotta believe him. Um, so during the airplane section of the song, mm-hmm. um, the lyrics are typically: "We went into a tailspin and crashed into a hillside, and the plane exploded in a giant fireball, and everybody died except for me. You know why?" Um, Tonight it sounded like Al said instead of crashed into a hillside, he said crashed through the hillside. Oh, wow, that's um, a, that's a heck of a crash. Yeah, Go through a hillside <laughs> directly <Wow>. through, uh, <laughs> and survived that. Wow, uh, through the twisted burning wreckage. Well, because he was wearing his seatbelt. That's right, straight. his straight table up, <laughs> seat back in a full uh, lock position. Um, I wrote down all the. I, I just. I, I've committed to it, Dave. All right. I, I'm going to write down the, the donuts each time now. Well, okay. Uh, we don't know <laughs> if we need to go through them all, but I, I, I didn't write them down, but I've committed to counting them. Okay. I counted, usually there's 24. I counted 25 this time, and I think I know what the extra donut yes, is. Yes, uh, Chuck Berry Chuck made, Berry made another appearance. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Every single time, and any time, even previous tours, uh, this was the case, Holly Berry Donut always gets the biggest laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still so funny to me, even though I know it's coming. And uh, we're going to make a prediction here um, because our next show, well, not really a spoiler alert, but next show is in, uh, <laughs> is in uh, Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania tomorrow. Uh, and when I've seen Weird Al do Albuquerque a couple times, at least, at least a couple times in uh, Wilkes-Barre, and he throws in... Wilkes-Barre Donuts into the list. So I'm making a bold prediction that he will do Albuquerque tomorrow and uh, he will throw Wilkes-Barre into the list. Well, Let's I, see if I hope true. so. I hope so. I've never been to Wilkes-Barre before and I've never had a Wilkes-Barre Donut. So, uh, uh, I never have had one, but I know he's mentioned it several times. And I do have a, a note on this one. Um, still no apology for the constipated wiener dog wine um you know say running around like a constipated wiener dog jackie says that typically does not happen she's a veterinarian she's actually seen and and um has had constipated wiener dogs as patients before because that typically does not happen They, they do not run around i feel this is a perfect opportunity and it even fits in the song to say running around like a red rumped agouti that's right i think that would be a perfect lyric adjustment for that song and I just wanted to mention again um, when Al uh, right before the the box of one dozen serving crazy weasels, instead of going in that case, in that case, what do you have? Um, or I don't know what the line is. <laughs> it's so late, Dave. What time? Oh my goodness! Uh, after two um, tonight, he just said, "In that case, why don't you tell me what you do have?" Right, I did pick. So that it was up. a little bit different than the album yeah. version. He has a little, a little more freedom on this tour to play has, around yeah, with the lyrics, he, he especially in that song. He does, he does often not follow the the script of the lyrics, yeah. and he plays around with it yeah. a lot. So I don't always write those down. I just think they're just part of the. They're just part the of the fun. Seeing yeah. the show, seeing that song live, they're just part of. They're just part of that experience. It, and it's it's fun, and I don't have any issue with it. I don't think he's making a mistake. I think it's all no. intentional, but it is. It is jarring to me because I'm so used to, <laughs> you know, Albuquerque, one of my all-time, you know, favorite right. songs. Hearing hearing the lyrics different, it excites me. Um, so for the uh, pet names, he said Sweetie Pumpkin, 
honey muffin sugar pickle. Yeah. <laughs> um, and again, he started the song over again, like he usually does. And he actually went kind of far this time. He went at least past Waka Waka Doo Doo Yeah. I know we were tracking that at some point. I don't know if we still are. Um, I wanted to mention that the music was actually kind of different um, right around the part where he, f- you know, forgets the lyrics. Mm. Um, there was a lot of like um, like cowbell and just kind of like huh. weird little music things that were really cool. Um, but it's the first time I've noticed something like that. Huh. And before Al even said that he needed to restart the song, Ruben prematurely threw his hands up in the oh, air and just in uh, disgust. So, <laughs> Ruben, you got to wait a little bit longer before you do that <laughs> for the full effect. Um, yeah, I don't know what I wrote here. It looks like I wrote chives. Chives. Oh, missing the chives. irony. Missing the irony of the chives. I don't know what that means or says. That's uh, probably the line in the song where he says, uh, the, "The missing the that when he's uh, the oh chimes." I heard right around when Al yeah. said, "Missing the irony is the whole situation." Bermuda pit the chimes. Oh, cool. <laughs> I guess that was the beginning of just like kind of them doing like some kind of weird stuff. Mm, interesting, um, <laughs> unique stuff at that point. Yeah. So at the end of the song. Uh, Weird Al once again said, I'm Kenny G, as he introduced the band. And he had actually, since he had said that this was going to be the last song, unless they happened to get some kind of encore, right. I wrote down the time, the official ending time is now mm. 10.23. Hmm. So 10.23, so officially ends. <laughs> and did you say that he uh, he said Kenny G? I did. I okay. said, I'm Kenny G. Um, so during the fake encore part, um, Steve you know, walked around the back of the uh, stage over to Bermuda, uh, Ruben ran over and started pointing out smudges uh, for <laughs> Bermuda to clean. And uh, Al was sitting on the ground cross-legged. Um, Steve, what is, Steve came to like the front of the stage and uh, Jim grabbed his guitar and brought it over to Hawkeye and they were tuning it. Um that's all the fun. No, nothing too unique tonight. So I wasn't necessarily looking so much at the stage as I was more participating in the We Want Al chant that was going on. Oh, uh, see, I don't do any of those chants. Oh, I do all Because the time. I know he's coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want Al. Well, we wanted Al. Everybody wanted Al except for Ethan to come back out, apparently. Because there was a loud We Want Al chant and Al did come I, back. Yeah, I didn't and, even think about that i was too busy trying to write down what they were doing <laughs> i came stage. back out at ten twenty-five, so two minute encore or two minute uh, well, break um it's i think it was actually right before albuquerque started um a group of like four people showed up and like uh the usher was like helping them find their seats <laughs> and and like i I knew that this was going to be like the last song, and I was—I think I turned to Jackie. I'm like, now it's a hell of a time to show up for the concert. I thought that was—I didn't know that was Albuquerque. I thought that was like Yoda. Oh no, it was—it was like right before. Oh, I saw some. It was people. right before Albuquerque. I saw some people trying to sit down for. Oh, that's funny. For Yoda during Yoda, and maybe they were just coming back from the restroom, or right. getting a drink or something. I don't know, but well, so one of these people was dressed in full Al costume regalia right and um right when al came back from the the encore 
or the fake on stage uh, break, um, this person <laughs> ran right up to the stage right. and was like trying to I don't know trying to get Al's attention or whatever. Right. And uh, Al Al said uh, we'll talk later. And but then the person like didn't leave, and so then I heard Al say. Uh, okay, uh, lunch on Thursday. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, I don't know what the person was saying or what they were trying to do. I think that person might have had a little bit much to drink because they were walking <laughs> down the aisle after Al commented and uh, stumbling quite a bit oh, as they were leaving. So, um, I the, the Al look alike, at least the person in in a big bushy wig. <laughs> Uh, I think it's also important to to mention that um, you know during the donuts in Albuquerque, Al must mention cinnamon rolls based on the cinnamon roll incense that we talk about on the podcast. Oh, oh and the fact that there was so much of it, yeah, on during this concert. Um, so then we got to uh, the cover song. Yeah, I just wrote down the name of the cover song. You know, there was a little bit of talk before it, but. Uh... Girl You Want by Girl Devo. Girl You Want by Devo. And that's Girl, the letter you want. Yes. For those who are tracking <laughs> it perfectly. You know what? I did something new tonight. Um, huh? After we talked to uh, Jim and Ruben after Ridgefield, um, I uh, I decided that Jim needed something to be yelled out. Uh, so I yelled out Chemo oh, after nice. this song. I thought you yelled out Devo. Oh. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Sounded like you're yelling Devo. Like, that's you guys he... just covered a song by Devo. And I was like, like, oh, Ethan, Ethan really must have liked that Devo cover. That's right. that was pretty cool. I and I yelled out Kimo, not Kimono or anything like that. <laughs> um, so this is something to uh, to watch for, Dave. I've been sort of like, uh, I think I've commented on a little bit, but I, I wanted to get more information before I brought this back to the, the podcast. But... Uh, during the so okay so of course uh, Al thanks the audience and then they go into the unplugged medley um, during Nirvana um, there's a part where Steve sort of responds to things Al sing and so the order of it the correct order is he goes wah then ha and then when Al says ears are bleeding Steve's response is ouch <laughs> so listen for that oh, cool. um, it's it's kind of fun to catch and um, during word crimes I'm sure you you caught this uh, but the part where Steve goes uh, need a full time proofreader um, I think yeah. he forgot to do it or something yeah it sounded like it looked like he was doing it but it looked like maybe the microphone oh maybe the mic point. was off or yeah, something yeah. yeah the microphone was either off or, or cut out at that point but yeah it looked like Steve didn't look like Steve missed anything. It looked like it just was, uh, looked like it was just, um, you know, Te- just technical technique. difficulty yeah. or something. Yeah. And again, I don't know if we meant, mentioned, uh, all the songs in this, but the unplugged medley, Amish paradise smells like Nirvana, white and nerdy word crimes and Yoda with the Yoda chant. Um, my only other observation, my only other addition to this, uh, this song is that uh, <clears throat> everybody during Amish Paradise, that seems to be the one that really got people's reactions tonight. They were singing along with there and huge, huge cheers. Yeah. And Ethan is passing out on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> we're like sitting awkwardly on the floor. My back really hurts. So uh, 
just a couple more notes just sort of after the concert um i did run into a friend of ours that we see quite often when we're going to new york and the new york area concerts uh adam balaban got to chat with him for a couple minutes i actually bought um a while back i actually bought a a set of like a old uh like eight pins from the 1980s because there's a weird owl pin in the mix that i wanted for my collection and uh thrown in there were a whole bunch of of pins that i i basically didn't really want but there was one that stood out in there and it was a cheap trick pin and adam is he's sort of he's the dave and ethan of cheap trick <laughs> so he, he he's he goes to probably as many cheap trick uh concerts that ethan and i go to together and he just knows a lot about them he's he knows he's if you have any cheap trick questions he's the guy to talk to <laughs> and so i saw that pin i immediately thought of of uh of adam oh and, that's uh, awesome and I uh, saved that pin for a long time because I knew I'd run into him on the tour. And I brought it to Huntington because I expected to run into him. And I'm so glad we did. That's great. And yeah, I'd never actually met him. I didn't know who he was. Uh, but it was really nice to see him and talk to him a little bit. Yeah. And yeah, he said he listens to the podcast. And it was, yeah, yeah it's always great to meet someone yeah. who... He's a good guy. He's a, He really is a good yeah. guy. Yeah. It's, it's great to meet anyone who's, who's a Weird Al fan. But especially if they <laughs> have listened to the podcast. Yeah, so I mean, there's not too much else to report. I mean, we we uh, you know hung around as long as we could. We didn't actually get thrown out this time uh, or asked to leave. I think I we kind of just left. We, we just we knew it was coming. We're just like, ah, <laughs> we just left. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess uh, we we knew we had a long ride ahead of us, so we went out. I guess uh, the only other thing we tried to maybe I don't we didn't try hard or anything but there is an ice cream store next door and i know i've eaten <laughs> at that ice cream store after concerts before but it was closed it was closed so we didn't get a chance to have ice cream boohoo this, this tour but uh, i guess uh i guess the ride home was uh no traffic at all we made really good time i'm not sure what time we left but we were home by 12 30 so we probably left around 11 so maybe an hour and a half like which is incredible time <laughs> like maybe a little bit longer if we left a little bit before 11 yeah because it was over what two and a half hours getting out there yeah, so it was it was like it was like two forty five getting out there. Yeah, so, so it's like incredible time time we made, and uh, that's good. So I think uh, wrapping this up for Ethan falls asleep. I'm on so the tired. Podcast. He's I'm had so a tired. he's had a long couple of days. We're I gonna have. let Ethan go. Long <laughs> couple of weeks, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have Ethan, we're gonna let Ethan get a a decent night's sleep, and uh, we're gonna. Head off tomorrow to Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. To Wilkes-Barre Donut, Pennsylvania. <laughs> That's right. Maybe we'll get some donuts while we're out there. <laughs> that was Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast. Ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode, 13 centimeters. And there it is. The backside of water. Wait, where? I don't see anything. I really, I'm not seeing anything at all here, Ethan.